Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Podcast. I am Billy Embody. Shay Dixon is with me as well. It is LSU Bama week. One of the biggest weeks of the really whole recruiting calendar is who is LSU going to bring in uh, for the Bama game when it's played in Tiger Stadium. And this is one of those years that we get quite the visitor list expected in Baton Rouge. Uh, we've got a lot of early names on the BengalTiger.com, so be sure to subscribe for just $1, and you get the hat still. We've got about 700 left in stock, so jump on board. You get the hat as long as we have those in stock. So uh, good week to get a new hat for this game. Uh, Shay, good week for LSU. The visitor list so far shaping up to be a good one. Oh, yeah. we You've posted an early story. On Wednesday, if you check the site on the Bengal Tiger, uh, we'll have the first kind of big version of what the visitor list looks like. But we can go through some of these kind of and just, just talk about where they stand, uh, Billy. But uh, DJ Chester, who we'll talk about in a little bit, announces this week he'll be in. Uh, Colin Hurley, another quarterback, national quarterback that will be in. But I know people want to hear about Desmond Ricks. He'll be there. Javian Toviano, he'll be there. Isaac Smith, another DB target thereafter, he'll be there. So it should be right. The most impressive visitor list of the year. I know they wanted Tennessee to be a big visitor weekend. That game ended up being at 11 AM. You get the other end of the spectrum. Now a night game in tiger stadium. Everybody's got time to travel in for it. Um, We'll have to double check as the week gets, gets closer. I don't think they have any official visitors, but no matter the unofficial visit list will be a long one. Yeah, actually the lone official visitor that will be in town 
is a commit. So Ryan Yates, the four-star DB okay. out of Denton Geyer, is an official visitor for this game. But you're right, no uncommitted prospects coming in town for an official visit. As of now, we'll see if that changes, uh, if LSU has to play that card to get someone in town for this game. Because you talk about it, 6 o'clock Saturday night, Tiger Stadium, the SEC West on the line, this atmosphere for these prospects is going to be unbelievable. They have a full day to roll through it all. Um, you know, with LSU, I think they've done it all year, a really good job of getting guys in. Um, you mentioned DJ Chester. He's announcing on Thursday. That bodes well if he's coming this weekend. We've had our picks in there for a while now um, for LSU to land the four-star lineman from Georgia. We'll talk more about him in a second. Um, two prospects I want to – well, I guess we could go three. And once again, we're kind of talking about the DBs. Desmond Ricks, the newly reclassified five-star prospect, is going to be in. JV and Toviano, the four-star out of Texas. And Isaac Smith, the four-star uh, out of Mississippi. All three defensive backs, all three uncommitted, are going to be back in Baton Rouge. Look, this secondary class for LSU continues to be impressive. And the fact that those three are uh, coming to town – uh, really impresses me with what the staff has been able to do to get them back. All right, well, let's start. You just talking about Toviano. We talked about him on the last podcast. We're following what act what kids do and not what they say, right? Like that's the rule of thumb on the on three board. Follow what they do, not always what they say. What Toviano's done is visit LSU three times now. Um, really, every at the end of July, so let's say August, September. And now to start out the month of November, has not visited any other college campuses to our knowledge in that stretch. That leads me to believe that even though we don't have picks in, we're, we're, we're cautious here, Billy, that if we're believing what he's doing and what he's saying is, hey, I really like LSU, but I want to make all my visits and all these different things. What he's doing is playing high school football and attending LSU games. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He's not going far. Uh, for other games, he's been to, like we talked about, the Texas A&M-Arkansas game in his backyard, and he's been to OU Texas uh, right down the street uh, at the State Fair as well. So uh, another LSU game for JV and Toviano. Isaac Smith, got to be trending in that direction for LSU too. It's going to be a battle to get him out of Mississippi, but they've done well. They've now had him on campus for the Ole Miss game, and now he chooses to come back for the Alabama game. And it sounds like they're probably going to get an official visit as well. So that's another one that we're really, I think, down the stretch starting to circle here uh, for LSU. So that is kind of an early list uh, of some of the other uh, guys that are that are coming in town. Shay, do you have any others that you feel like we should note? Um, I would say those are the big – I mean, a lot of committed kids will be here, obviously. Um, for me, I'm watching – Guys who, like, if we're talking, like, future classes, obviously Colin Hurley's a big one. LSU's got a ton of momentum there, always have. But if I'm talking about, like, the current class of guys, I'm watching Toviano, and I'm watching Ricks, and I'm watching Isaac Smith. That's, that's like, they want DBs still. Those three guys remain uncommitted. Ricks reclassified. Um, but with Ricks, his official visit, and I don't believe Isaac Smith has taken an official visit either, but – Rick's official visit doesn't come until December. All eyes are on whether or not he's going to sign in December or wait till February. But Billy, if he decides in December, that's the last visit before the dead period. And then he would sign that next week. So I think NIL comes into play there. We'll have to continue to monitor it. But yeah, I'm, 
it's early in the week. We don't have like the entire visitor list yet. So my answer could change, but I would think that LSU fans are seeing, Hey, it would be nice if we could get a competitive game or a win in front of guys like Ricks and Toviano and Isaac Smith. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you want. And I think LSU, you know, has momentum here. The last couple games they've played, they've been, you know, very impressive offensively. Uh, they, they're, they're, they've just got a lot of momentum. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And if you're looking at it going into this weekend, they could be uh, riding a re- recruiting momentum as well, picking up potentially a commitment from DJ Chester. Like I said, we've got our picks in. I was out there on Friday watching him uh, play for an Eagles landing Christian team that uh, was up 75 to nothing at halftime. So thankful for running clocks in the state of Georgia. You don't always get that everywhere. Um, but look, he played about a quarter and a half and, uh, on three, I believe we have him as the number 11 interior offensive lineman in the country. He, uh, told me on Friday, he was probably leaning towards January still. Uh, and then of course, a couple days later, right after he takes a Michigan official official visit, he says, I'm going to go ahead and shut it down uh, and commit on Thursday of this week. So he's slated to be back for the LSU Alabama game that bodes well for LSU and talking with people around uh, Eagles Land and Christian, I mean, it, you couldn't find a prospect this year that I've been to their school and that people have gushed about like like this guy. And talking with him after, great kid, keeps a low profile, doesn't really do a lot of interviews or texting. So that was a part of the reason why I went and out and saw him uh, was to hear from him directly. But I talked to the head of school, talked to his coach. I mean, there are teachers coming up to him after the game. I mean, he is just one of those guys uh, that is just beloved uh, on his campus. So um, it was good to see him, uh, a guy that plays right tackle, but probably fits more in on that interior uh, part of the line, whether it be guard, center, very bright young man. So uh, LSU is kind of battling right now the, the final six of Michigan, Florida State, Auburn, FA, uh, FAMU. Um, and, and there's one other in there, I believe, that that slid in there. And um, But it looks like LSU is going to get good news bright and early on Thursday morning when he announces. Yeah, this is not the first time we put our picks in on DJ Chester a while back, Billy. Um, and this isn't like he was going to go all the way until January and announce at the All-American Bowl. This past weekend, he announces, hey, look, I'm not actually going to wait anymore. I'm going to go ahead and go public with a commitment. He's, he did an article with Jeremy Johnson at On3 where he said he already knows his decision. This isn't the first time that we thought he was going to go public. Like back when we put in our picks, we thought that we weren't far off from hearing something publicly. So uh, as we said, he's coming off a Michigan official visit. Uh, I'm not really worried about that one. I think that Brad Davis has done a great job here. And I look at an offensive tackle group that's committed in Zaylon's Hurd and Tyree Adams both those guys are top 10 offensive tackles on on three. Uh, Zaylon's hurt out of Neville's a five-star. And then you've got Paul Mabenga out of Georgia as an interior guy. And you can add DJ Chester also out of Georgia as an interior guy. That would give LSU one of the best O-line classes in the country. Then whatever else Brad Davis can do from there, if anything, is Lanyap to me. Because you got two really good interior guys, you know, you can try the center spot out with one of them if you want to. You got two good tackles. You got the two best players in Louisiana on the O-line. So for both of us, I feel like we've talked about this a ton, even just you and I talking. I've always kind of looked in my mind at DJ Chester being part of the class. Like I just always thought LSU was the team to beat. They were in the best position. 
Now, if things finalize on Thursday, you can really look at it and say, man, they did a really good job in back-to-back years now of signing offensive linemen. Yeah, absolutely. And and talking with DJ after the game, I didn't even realize how many visits he's taken this fall. He's already been to LSU once, uh, but he's been to Florida State twice. Uh, he went to Clemson. He went to South Carolina. Uh, he, he went to Michigan this past weekend. He's been to Auburn. He's been all over. And talking with his dad a little bit, that was one thing they wanted to do. They wanted him to enjoy the process. You know, he took that uh, unofficial visit or he took an official visit in June and then he took an unofficial visit again at the end of July. And that's when a lot of the buzz picked up. But he didn't he if he would have committed then he wouldn't have got really a chance to take game visits or, you know, go on this spree that he has. So um, we like where LSU stands here. We'll have you guys covered on uh, the decision at, at uh, around 8.30 a.m. Central Time on Thursday. So, DJ Chester, things are looking good there for the Tigers as of now. On the flip side of that, uh, LSU looking like it is not going to get good news this week when 2024 four-star quarterback Julian Sayan out of Carlsbad, California, announces his decision. Um, Alabama hosted him last month, a couple weeks back now, when they had their game uh, on the 22nd. And uh, looks like things went well. LSU was the team in the lead for a long time. And it looks like Alabama with the national championships, with, you know, all the things that, that they have going for them right now, it, it looks like they're going to win out uh, for Julian Sayan And uh, kind of a, look, the LSU quarterback room is in a good spot right now. Um, and Julian Sayan is a very good prospect. And you, if you're LSU, you led for so long. If you don't get him, which looks like they're not going to, it sucks. But that's how recruiting goes sometimes is, you know, a team like Alabama with as much momentum as they have, you know, can, you know, have that type of an influence on a prospect. And they hosted him this summer. It's not like they were coming out of nowhere in a way. Um, they just weren't, um, you know, I guess just publicly kind of not publicly, but but just pushing in a way. But they had recruited him uh, and now it looks like he's going to end up uh, at Alabama. Um, Shay, kind of your reaction. I mean, once he didn't commit after that that visit uh, to LSU, there was kind of always this possibility that Alabama would go ahead and give him the green light. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this on the board. It it, it was clear that Sayan was heavy on Georgia. And when Georgia went with Puglisi, it became, okay, LSU's the team to beat, but he's going to visit Alabama. And if Alabama gives him the green light, LSU might not be the team to beat anymore. Uh, turns out Bama gives them the green light. All signs are pointing to him committing to Bama this week. And I talked about this on the board. Like, th- he's a junior in high school. Since he's been in high school, the two and a half years he's been there, Bama's played in two national championships, won one of them, um, won 30-something games probably across that stretch. LSU went back-to-back 500 seasons, actually a losing season last year. Uh, and yes, they are on the right track now, but you're not where Bama is. And a California kid, it's not surprising that he's going to look at those two programs differently than a Louisiana kid would or a kid from Texas or, you know, wherever else. There's, If he's going away from home, I think he had an idea in his mind that he wanted to play for a Bama or Georgia type of school. LSU can get back to that, but it you can look back at the saying stuff and say, okay, it was kind of evident that he wanted to go to Georgia. They took another quarterback. As soon as Bama green lighted him, he went there. If I'm an LSU fan, I'm not worried about it. First of all, this is 
a year away. This isn't even the current recruiting class. And then people will say, well, Shea Dominoes drop early. They do at quarterback. I agree. But I don't think LSU put all their eggs into that basket. In fact, I know for a fact that they didn't. So I would, we talked about this on the board, patience. If LSU fans have patience, things usually work themselves out. Julian Sand wasn't the only quarterback that they were after. Um, and I've said it on our board too. I think people have asked, well, do you at least think something happens before early signing day? I want a domino to drop early for a quarterback. Yes, I do. I think before early signing day, you will know who LSU's quarterback for the 2024 class is. And Billy agrees with me, so he doesn't even need to follow that up. Correct. Don't need to follow it up. Uh, and I will add that, you know, look, they didn't put all their eggs in the Julian Sand basket. They had G DJ Lagway there the same weekend he visited. So what, what more do you want? Uh, and Alabama, you know, offered Walker White uh, the couple days before Julian Sand announced the decision date. So the quarterback recruiting, you got to recruit a couple of them at a time. That's what LSU did. Um, and it didn't work out on this one. So on the positive side, back to the positive, we're kind of sandwiching the bad news. Let's do it. Positive. Positive. Between, uh, positive vibes here. Two new on three recruiting prediction machine picks in. Uh, Two from, of us? From Two new picks? Yep, yep. From Shea Dixon and I. Uh, Sam Spiegelman's got one in. Uh, as well, but uh, two John Arrett standouts in the 2024 class, Wardell Mack, the four-star defensive back, and uh, Kyrie Lee, newly offered offensive lineman uh, that plays for Arrett as well. Um, look, Wardell Mack has been a huge target for a long, long time uh, for LSU. He's a top 100 prospect. He is the number one player number one. in Louisiana. Uh, I know, At least on uh, the on-three rankings. Yes. Once uh, people go look up those rankings, they'll be like, oh, he's uh, number 70 or something and the top ranked player and we'll catch a bunch of grief. Calm but, down, Billy. Calm down. Uh, Why do you even bring that up? <laughs> look, uh, what's it called? Transparency. Um, okay. That's I, I think about. he could move up, though. I think he could end up being, you know, top 50 player. And it's so early. Uh, it's in the rankings. early. This is 2024. So these are juniors in high school. Yep. Wardell Mack, been a top target. Uh, we put our picks in for LSU. He's going to be back at LSU Bama. Um, was there a couple times already this year, was there at the Florida State game. Uh, he's been uh, around this LSU program a lot um, over the years. And quite frankly, I think he's a Louisiana kid that the other teams aren't going to stop recruiting. I mean, you know, Alabama is going to be a threat. I mean, I'm sure other schools are going to pop up with visits. But where things stand right now uh, and him being at Eric, uh, we like where things stand and uh, put our picks in for LSU as well as uh, – uh, put LSU picks in for Kyrie Lee. Yeah, Kyrie Lee, as you mentioned, was a recent offer. I think it was the Ole Miss game um, or Tennessee, one of them that he was at, uh, that they offered him when he was there that day. So if you're looking for an early offensive lineman in next year's class, it's kind of starting to pick up a bunch of offers. Uh, Lee's kind of moved to the top of that list with, uh, with some other guys. But on Mac, and again, this is a, a DB, a corner. He's the number one player in Louisiana. So, you know, other schools are going to be recruiting him. Uh, I caught up with Sam Spiegelman, um, you know, an on three national analyst for us uh, out of the New Orleans area. So he knows all those schools well. Uh, and he said, look, Pete Golding and Bama are going, they're all over Mac. Like they want him badly. But Sam also has his pick in on LSU. And just the feeling is, as you said, a John Arrett kid, not that Bama, Bama signed Kane Williams out of Arrett, but. LSU's landed plenty of Eric kids over the years, Michael Divinity, guys like that. And Frank Wilson's back on staff now. And I think that makes a big difference in New Orleans, especially with a lot of these 
high school coaches that can get him in on guys early and make sure that lines of communication never fall off and that LSU's talking to the right people behind the scenes. And uh, because of all of that, coupled with the reality that Mac has already visited a bunch this year, now he's coming back for this weekend's game. He'll probably be back uh, for the UAB game, um, barring Eric's football schedule. So uh, I do. I, I don't know if he commits this weekend. I'm not ruling it out, but I do think that's one guy that uh, I don't think. We know that's a guy that LSU would love to get in the boat now to start building on that 2024 class. Yeah, and if you look at Louisiana in, in 2024, it's it's just not uh, – it, it doesn't have a Zalance Hurd. It doesn't have a Tyree Adams. Shelton I mean, Sampson, yeah. Yeah, there are even some some prospects in the 2024 class in Louisiana on, or, or in 2023 on the offensive line that, you know, could have – probably found a way into this class and who knows there's still time they might you know in Ethan Fields or some of these other guys but you know as it stands right now uh, this is an in-state prospect with Kyrie Lee a big guy who's trimmed down about 30 pounds um, at the request of Brad Davis and Brian Kelly they said look I mean you're about 350 pounds we need you to lose some weight uh, watch some of his tape today before we uh, jumped on the pod and he is he's a big dude he's going to slide in uh, at the interior um, you want to be a little bit more balanced and, and maybe quick, but he actually moves fairly well. And he's yeah, he moves well on his yeah. film. I watched it as well. He's got for a 350 pound kid, he can move his feet, but um, you'd like him obviously to trim some of that weight. But regardless, uh, if he can play, take him. So those are two new on three RPM picks for us. Shay, uh, let's kind of close out by by setting okay. the, setting the stage here. I mean. First of all, here's a shameless plug. Shay went down the list of true flip candidates um, for LSU, guys that they're still in con- constant contact with. Um, not saying they are going to get them, but guys to keep an eye on on the flip front. So check that out. Again, a dollar for a year for the Bengaltiger.com. It's Bama Week. Just subscribe. Uh, we've talked about it a bunch on the podcast. Uh, it's only a dollar. The 2023 class, coming down the stretch here, uh, They they now – squarely in that top five of the on three rankings uh, with the number four class, 23 commitments. They've got some high-end targets on the board. I mean, anywhere from Desmond Ricks to Javion Toviano to um, Isaac Smith to Nicholas Harbour, DJ Chester isn't, uh, may, hasn't made a decision yet. This class, I think, is now approaching the time when we could – I'd probably confidently say there's a good chance it ends up being a top five class. Yeah, they rank right now on the twenty on the twenty twenty three consensus football team rankings uh, as the number five class. So you're behind Bama by a margin, but then Georgia, Notre Dame, Ohio State, LSU um, are all kind of those next teams up, uh, and then Oklahoma, Texas, Miami, Florida. You kind of have to watch how teams like those close out. But there is only so many big uncommitted names left that it's tough to really shoot far up the rankings. So look, if they can close out and I won't even get into the Nicholas Harbors of the world, but like Toviano, you've got a chance at Rick's, you know, Isaac Smith is a guy who's now been back to campus a number of times. Um, DJ Chester on Thursday, there are guys that will continue to strengthen this class. If they can get them on board that are also ranked high, that can kind of move them up a little bit. I don't think that they'll finish in the top three. It would take a hell of a finish, but possible. But I would guess like you that at this stage, as long as LSU isn't 
losing a bunch of guys and doesn't close with anyone, that type of thing, that it'll be a top five class, which look in year one of the Brian Kelly era, you're already trending ahead of schedule on the field to have a top five class really Billy from kickoff, I guess probably September is when they moved into that five to six range. Now you've carried that through October into November. If you can get into to December in that early signing period and then lock in that group, I think that they'll have a top five finish, which I'd have to go dig. LSU always can finish in the top 10 normally, but top five isn't a given. I think LSU fans sometimes just think like, oh, every year we have a top five class, and that's kind of not the case. A lot of times it's seven, eight, something like that. But a top five finish coming into year one of an entirely new staff would be would be a hell of a job. Agreed. And and one more name uh, to kind of circle, and, and we'll keep an eye on it and see if he visits. But Camorian Pimp, Pimpkin uh, out of North Crowley, uh, Vanderbilt commit, who's having a huge, huge senior year. He could be a riser. And then if he were to get down to LSU for a visit, check it out, like it, flip, that could be another feather in the cap for um, the, the staff, not only just in terms of an eval and a, and a flip candidate, uh, but uh, also a guy who you know could shoot up the rankings a little bit. So I think all the guys on, on the board right now, especially the ones that have offers, would help them in the rankings, no doubt. Um, we'll see if they end up making a move on a guy like a Harvey Broussard or someone like that. And Ashton Stamps could jump up in the rankings. But overall, yeah, you've got to be liking where LSU stands uh, with its chances for a top five class. So with that, uh, Shay, it is uh, Bama week. Uh, LSU, according to Vegas, has a pretty good chance to uh, beat Alabama. But we will see how this one plays out on the field. Uh, of course, always a tough game when the Tide come to town. But we will have you guys covered uh, between visitors, kickoff, the game coverage, post game, recruits reactions. Don't miss out. Subscribe for just a dollar. Get your Founders Club hat. Get your Year of the Bengal Tiger for just one dollar. And if you saw on the podcast, uh, if you're watching on video this week, check out uh, sponsoring the Bengal Tiger if you would like on the podcast. If you want us to uh, maybe read something about your company or whatever, we can do that. Um, reach out to us and uh, let us know if you're interested in that. Uh, Shay? And, well, I was just going to – I'm looking up the uh, latest odds. Uh, Bama, 13.5-point favorites. So as – if you're not picking up Billy's sarcasm on Vegas's thoughts on this game. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know. I think 13 is, I mean, last year LSU. Yeah, it's, it's tough. <clears throat> you're going back to the, you're going back to the Mac Johnson game here and Bama's O-line was awful last year in that yeah. game. I don't think they will be that bad this year. It'll be a good game though. I'll tell you yeah. this, there'll be a lot of recruits there. Weird things kind of happen in Tiger Stadium with this game too. I think at least. I don't know. We'll see. Yep. See, with that, guys. Let's see where you go with that prediction on Friday, Billy. Yeah, definitely not picking out confidence LSU for what you're carrying right here. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to this edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you check out your podcast at, and hit that subscribe button for us. We appreciate it. For Shay Dixon, I'm Billy Embody. We'll catch you next week with another edition. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first 
$5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.